I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. The wonderful Football Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network simulcast for one more hour by our friends at Stadium. And what an hour it's going to be. Uh, Steve Berline from the NFL on CBS is going to join us in just a moment to break down Week 16 in the National Football League. We look forward to that. But for our live audience, we also have Eric Eager from Sumer Sports coming up in 20 minutes. Always great talking NFL with Eric Eager. 40 minutes from now, Ken and I will roll through some of the big injuries in the National Football League and how it's impacted line movement. We'll talk Taylor Heineke starting for the Atlanta Falcons. Jamar Chase likely out for the Cincinnati Bengals. C.J. Stroud likely out for the Houston Texans and more and how those moves and others have impacted lines this weekend, sides and totals in the National Football League. 60 minutes from now, Matt Moore stops by from the Action Network. We'll talk NBA bets for tonight and I'm sure we'll talk about the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant with Matt as well. All our bets for tonight, NHL, NBA, college hoops also coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. But joining us right now to kick off hour number three on this wonderful football Wednesday is the aforementioned, we had we had him on earlier this year, and he was really great, and that's always kind of what happens. Like, guest comes on for the first time, and they kick ass, and we're just like, hey, we really want to have this guy back on because he's awesome. And it's Steve Berline from the NFL on CBS. It is a great job on NFL Monday. Quarterback on Mondays as well on the CBS Sports Network on Twitter at Steve Berline. Steve, welcome back to the show. We really appreciate you making the time for us. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here on You Better You Bet. Thanks for for joining us and a very merry early Christmas to you and your family. Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the honor of, of being invited back on your show. That means uh, uh, I must have done something right the first time. It's great. The, the answer is they the answers were pretty good, Steve, going to be honest. We, I think we, we kind of got a lot, uh, learned a lot from you, a lot of good game breakdowns. I think we asked you about MVP actually the last time we came on. I'm really curious maybe later in the interview to see how your how your opinion might have changed based on what we've seen recently with Brock Purdy now a, a pretty big favorite. And why don't we start with that game first, one of the games of the year, obviously, Ravens and 49ers. Steve, I don't know if this surprises you, the betting market for the game. You know, you think about the two one seeds for each team, the games in San Francisco. The Niners about a five, five and a half point favorite. So not just expected to win, but expected, you know, if you want to bet them to cover, you have to win by a touchdown or more in the game curious if you're surprised by that and if you could see the Niners kind of keep rolling in this game well I'm not really surprised at all by it I mean you see think about uh what they've done uh since they came out of their bye uh off that 
three consecutive uh, losses, um, and they, they, there's nobody that's been able to hang with them at all. And, um, you know, they've played some, some pretty good football teams throughout the course of that run as well. So um, I'm not surprised at all. I, I think that's probably about right, especially given that the game is in, in San Francisco, um, you know, Baltimore having to travel across the country. Um, and, you know, Baltimore, obviously, I think have been probably the most consistent team in the NFL this year in terms of just week in and week out. Uh, but with the, what the Niners are doing right now, um, uh, you know, I'm just looking through it right now. I think the, the closest game uh, was a Seahawks game that was they won by 12. Uh, but they've beaten the Eagles 42-19 in that run. Uh, they obviously pounded the Cowboys earlier in the year. Uh, but, you know, they, they manhandled the Jaguars. They, they're they taking care of business in impressive fashion. So, um, you know, I, I think that, that number is probably about right, and, and I would be surprised uh, if it didn't go that way. Yeah, so Steve telling you kind of likes the 49ers in the game. I like the 49ers in the game. Ken likes the Niners in the game. Brian Baldinger joined us last hour, likes the Niners in the game. What could what could, what could possibly go wrong? Hopefully this goes well for all of us coming up on, uh, on Christmas night. Uh, Steve, when we had you on the first time, you gave us some really thoughtful stuff on NFL Most Valuable Player, and Ken alluded to it, right, in, in his question to you just now. And uh, let, I'm, I'm curious kind of like if your opinion has changed a little bit and what you think now about Most Valuable Player, where Brock Purdy is a pretty big favorite now in the betting market. He's minus 225, like a pretty big favorite right now at our sponsor bet mgm followed by lamar jackson the third choice in the market is now brock's teammate christian mccaffrey purdy talking mccaffrey up for mvp after the uh, the game on sunday when they obliterated the arizona cardinals dak prescott josh allen still in contention as well steve kind of like lay it out for us man how do you view nfl most valuable player with three weeks to go in the season well i think it's pretty pretty accurate there i i really believe that uh if you were to talk to NFL people, uh, as far as GMs or head coaches uh, or people on the inside, they would probably say, hands down, it's Christian McCaffrey. Um, uh, and I would agree with that. I mean, you look at what he's done this year. Uh, he's rushed for just right about 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns. Uh, he's got, you know, 500 yards receiving and seven more touchdowns. So that's 1,800 yards total offense and 20 touchdowns with three games to go. Um and so everybody knows it starts and ends with Christian McCaffrey. If he's not uh, able to play uh, down the stretch at all, that, that just totally changes the, all the dynamics playing against the 49ers. So um, I think he truly is the most valuable player, but I agree that, that Brock Purdy uh, is the betting favorite and probably will because we all know it's, it's generally speaking a quarterback that, that walks out with that award and, uh, I don't think you could put anybody ahead of Brock Purdy. I mean, he's completing 70% of his passes, right about 3,800 yards already uh, with 29 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So, uh, And the team is the, the best team in football right now, by the way. So um, I think it's it's all justified and warranted. But I think those two guys really are the, um, you know, the, the top two players, in my opinion. And, and Lamar, obviously, uh, what he's done – consistently has been um you know really really impressive uh, the numbers aren't uh as impressive in general uh but everybody knows that uh lamar jackson is the the man 
uh, that you have got to shut down if you want any chance at beating the Baltimore Ravens. And very few teams have been able to do that. Yeah, some good thoughts there on, on him. It's so funny, right, how many people have come on the show and, and Steve kind of echoed your thoughts. I feel like everybody's – and even if you you know watch a lot of the pregame shows on Monday night, the pregame show, where it's everybody's like, well, McCaffrey's the best player, but the award's going to go to Brock Purdy because we all know it's a quarterback. Like how many people just kind of make that concession? Like we know it, we know it's McCaffrey, but like the way everybody votes. And, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this, uh, if this award went the same way this year. Just in terms of the Niners, I think it's – most people obviously think they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. They're the favorite in the betting market. Think they're a big favorite. To win. I, I think that in one of the guys that I was touting last time I was on your show, I remember uh, was potentially Jared Goff as being uh, an MVP candidate uh, for early in the year when they they start out as well as they did. But I, I think the Detroit Lions, if they can if they can continue to run the football the way that they are right now, if that defense can crank it up a little bit. Uh, they're they're a team that can play with anybody in the NFC. I, I you know they're they're not at the 49ers level, but I think anybody else uh, they can go and, and beat Dallas. They can beat Philadelphia. Um, you know we, we've we've seen what what Dallas does in the big games. It's what I, I I'm sure I said it on your show when I was on last time, but I, I've not been a, a, a Dak Prescott believer. Um, I think he's a lot like Kirk Cousins. They put up great numbers. And the games are supposed to win. Uh, you know, they've only beaten one team with a winning record this year. Uh, that's the history of Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. And in the big games, they just kind of don't show up. So, um, you know, I think Detroit, uh, I would put ahead, ahead of both of those teams. I'm um, uh, not, not both of those teams, but ahead of the Cowboys. And, you know, we'll see what happens with the Eagles down the stretch, too. I think this has been a wake-up call for them. I think they're going to get it turned around. Uh, before it's all said and done as well. But unless something major happens to the 49ers from an injury perspective, one of their three or four key guys, you know, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, um, you know, Brock Purdy, obviously, uh, I don't think anybody can go into San Francisco and beat them. Uh, You know, if they're clicking, if they're, if they're healthy and have all their weapons out there, the way that defense is playing as well. Uh, I just don't see it happening. But I do like the Detroit Lions to surprise people and uh, potentially, you know, get themselves into that matchup uh, for the NFC Championship. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. You better, you better here with Nick and Canada. Great answer from Steve there on a wonderful football Wednesday. Steve Berline is our guest at this time from the NFL on CBS. And you got to check out, if you haven't seen it, NFL Monday quarterback. Monday's on the CBS Sports Network. Uh, my guy Adam Shine, who I worked with for a long time on that show. Steve Berline does a great job on that show talking quarterbacks, talking all things National Football League. Steve on Twitter, at Steve Berline. Steve, you gave us a lot of good stuff there, and you gave us kind of a delicious segue, right, into Dallas's game coming up this weekend on the road in Miami against the Dolphins. So it's like, you know, Dak, when it's a big game, maybe doesn't come to play, doesn't put up the numbers that we expect here. This definitely qualifies as a big game against a really good team, right? Dallas going on the road to Miami. Dolphins coming off the shutout win against the Jets. And Buffalo got got railroaded. Uh, Dallas got railroaded on the road in Buffalo this past Sunday. Miami is a small home favorite, Steve. So it's basically picked the winner of the game. Total 51, suggesting like a bit of a high-scoring game. How do you see it playing out on Sunday in South Beach with the Dolphins and the Cowboys? Who wins and why? You know, it, it's going to be interesting. This is a game both teams have to have. And, um, you know, just start with the quarterbacks, as, as, as you always do. Uh, you know, we haven't seen Tua 
uh, play in a game of this magnitude, um, you know, late in the season uh, at this level yet. We've seen it in college. We know he, he has the ability to step up at the big moments at that level. But uh, let's see if he can do it now this week. And uh, it'll be interesting whether Tyreek Hill is going to be out there and available. Uh, but obviously they're a different team with, with Tyreek Hill on the field. It's like taking Christian McCaffrey uh, or Debo Samuel away from Brock Purdy. That, that, that offense is just not the same um, in terms of the fear it strikes in opposing defenses. So that's going to be the key. If Tyreek Hill is, is available, the game's in Miami. Uh, my gut tells me that, that uh, if you go off of history, uh, the Cowboys are going to struggle offensively. And, uh, and Dak Prescott, um, you know, is, is not going to step up at the level that you need your franchise quarterback to step up. So if I'm, if I'm taking a side, I'm going with Miami on this one. And um, I, I don't have any hesitation making that statement. Right, interesting. So Miami, and obviously we'll see if Tyreek plays in the game. You know, Baldiani kind of thinks Tyreek's going to play in the game. We'll see. We'll get practice reports later in the week. Steve, we only have like a, a minute left. I've asked a couple other people this question too. It's just like a fascinating time to talk about like the jobs a lot of these coaches have done turning around so many of these teams, a lot of them playing in big games this weekend. So I can tell you that the market for coach of the year, very interesting right now, Shane Steichen of the Colts, who's done a great job, obviously is the favorite, but a lot of other really worthy candidates behind him, right? Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniel, Kyle Shanahan, Sean Payton, Kevin Stefanski. He's got 10 quarterbacks this year. If you had to pick like the most, they're all impressive, right? If you had to pick the most impressive coaching job so far, maybe who could get coach of the year at the end of the year in about 60 seconds here, who would you go with? Well, I mean, you can also, uh, the guy that we always take for granted is, is uh, John Harbaugh. I mean, he, sure. he does it every single year. I mean, how is he not in that conversation as well? So uh, there's a lot of guys that, that uh, can be in that conversation, but um, you know, I, I think, what 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 Steichen has done in, in Indianapolis is obviously incredibly impressive, especially given he had no real proven quarterback coming into this season. Uh, Anthony Richardson obviously uh, is a guy that n- no one expected to to make a huge impact and and uh, quarterback that team to potentially uh, the playoffs. He got hurt, uh, and then Gardner Minshew's coming in, and they're finding a way to keep it together. They've been without Jonathan Taylor for a lot of the season. Um, that's really an impressive job. So I think he'd be the front runner if you don't go with the, the, the lead coach in the NFL right now, which is Kyle Shanahan and what he's doing with the 49ers. Obviously the best team, but, um, you know, I think there's a lot of um, credit that does need to go to Kyle Shanahan. When you talk to people around the league about who's the hardest coach to offensive coach to prepare for, uh, they're going to tell you if Kyle Shanahan is not number one, he's definitely going to be number two uh, because of how he just gets his team ready to play. The the offensive game plan is always based on, uh, you know, that physical running game coming right at you, and then everything kind of feeds off of that. Um, and, and they're playing great defense now, too, that they're healthy. So uh, I would say it's either going to be Steichen if you want to go with one of those surprise guys or uh, Kyle Shanahan if you want to go with – a guy who's really the best coach on the best team right now. Steve, we sincerely appreciate the time, man. Thank you very much for making it for us. We want everyone to follow Steve on Twitter, at Steve Berline. Check Steve out. Does a great job breaking down the NFL and college football for our friends at CBS. Monday, Quarterback Mondays on the CBS Sports Network. My friend, thank you so much for the time. Uh, Enjoy all the games this weekend. A very Merry Christmas to you and your family, and hopefully we can do this again soon. 
Thanks, guys. Anytime. I appreciate it. Well, well, Steve, that's true. Then we'll talk to you tomorrow. We got a couple open spots on the show. <laughs> Steve Verline doing a great job with us here on You Better You Bet. Coming up next, the guest parade continues. It's been great, and it'll continue to be great. Eric Eager on the other side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.